Welcome back to Sweet But Salty, the bliss point of podcasts. <laughs> that sounded very weird, but um, yeah, welcome back. It's been a week since we last talked, or since I talked and you got to listen to me. And I'm gonna be honest, not much has happened, but today we're celebrating three years of Sweet But Salty. I can't believe it. In German, we say all good things are three. I don't know if that is a saying that there is in other languages too, but the number three is said to have magical, supernatural powers, and in many different cultures, it's an important number. I don't want to get into numerology at this point, but yeah, let's say this year is going to be magical for Sweet But Salty, so... I can't believe that it's been three years since I started this podcast. I started during the pandemic, so after we were hit by the first or second wave, I think, and then in early 2021, I decided to start a podcast, and I remember being so insecure about it, and I didn't know whether I wanted to actually do it and follow through with it and I was very torn whether to focus on a podcast or on YouTube and I'm so happy I chose this format. I mean today we see an influx of different podcasts that are popping up everywhere nowadays. Everyone seems to have a podcast but I think it's such a convenient format like when you're out and about you don't necessarily want something to look at you just want to listen and you want to be able to listen to something worthwhile and something interesting and something inspiring. And I really hope that my podcast is all of those things. So all in all, I'm really happy that I took the step that I actually started. And it's cool to look back on all of the things that you created when you were younger and when you were going through whatever you were going through. And I mentioned recently that I read the book, The Creative Act, A Way of Being by Rick Rubin. And I totally recommend this book to everyone, especially if you're creative or an artist, or if you're an aspiring artist, you will definitely benefit from that book. And I recently saw a snippet of an interview with him. And he said that basically... Creating art is like a diary entry. You don't write diary entries for somebody else to read. You create them solely for yourself and for the purpose of expressing something that's inside of you that needs to be expressed or that you want to express. It's like having a safe space for your thoughts and feelings and creations ultimately. And I really like the idea that whatever we do, we should do it for ourselves first and foremost, and not to impress other people or to please other people or to kind of fit in. And this is something that goes with pretty much everything that we do. I'm a huge people pleaser. I just keep noticing that over and over again that I often think of other people's needs and wants and wishes before mine. And of course, that's something that I was partly conditioned to do, but it's also a choice to keep doing it and to keep acting that way. And I think I've said it more than once and I stand by it that self-reflection is so important and the first and biggest and most important step on the way to change is actually to 
realize something, to observe something, and to understand something about yourself that you, I don't want to say don't like, but maybe want to change and um, work on. So in my case, I want to work on my people-pleasing issue. It's really an issue. I don't like the word issue, but in that case, it really is because it stops me from being myself and from standing up for myself. And I don't really think that pleasing others will get you very far. I mean, to a certain extent, yes, but it's so important to take care of ourselves and our own needs because if we don't do it, who else is going to do it for us? Not everyone is a people pleaser. Not everyone's trying to make everyone else happy. So most people are really focused on themselves and on what they want and what they think is right. So it's totally up to us to stand up for ourselves and um, to be there for ourselves to take care of our own needs. So I've realized what my problem is and I'm working on it. I'm really working on it, consciously trying to change my behavior in certain situations and um, to speak my mind more freely. And I want to touch on a really interesting topic when it comes to that. And it's the connection between disease and our minds and our mindset. Because I recently read that about, I don't know, I think it was 80 or 90% of diseases are sort of made by ourselves. And they're not genetic. They're due to something else. So I personally have quite some health issues. And one of them is Hashimoto's. It's an autoimmune condition where the body attacks the thyroid gland and slowly destroys it over time. And that causes a lot of trouble and a lot of fluctuations in the body. And the hormonal system is such a delicate system. And it's so important for the body and for its function. And believe me, it's been a roller coaster of emotions and experiences in the past 15 years of my life. I had a very early onset of the disease and was diagnosed pretty much by chance because I was getting ready to go to the US and um, spend 10th grade there. And in order to be able to do that, I had to do a whole set of different health tests. And they found out that I have that autoimmune condition, which is typical for women like around menopause. So, so weird. But um, more and more people have trouble with it, and even men. So now I'm just trying to figure out what, what that disease is trying to tell me. Firstly, probably there's a mismatch between my lifestyle and what my body actually wants to live like. And I know that because if I could choose, I would definitely, I said it a couple of times, I would work for myself. I'd be home-based and in my own studio and do creative things all day and definitely try to escape the nine to five or nine to six grind because that's not going to be sustainable for me. And I know that. And if you feel the same way, please don't be discouraged. There's other ways of work and there's other ways to make a living and we're definitely able to figure them out. Don't let anyone else convince you otherwise. So I'm trying to look at what's going on in my body as a message to myself and I know this comes very late because I've had this problem for half of my life but what I think an autoimmune condition is telling us is that we're actually really angry 
and we are directing that anger towards ourselves. And the question is why? There are many different reasons and let's say causes of the disease. Like one possibility is molecular mimicry where there are foreign invaders, viruses, for example, who take over your cells. They kind of invade an organ and then the body actually tries to attack the virus in the organ and the organ tissue gets destroyed in the process. But I mean, the body is so smart and it's so incredibly powerful that I think there's more to it because there's a whole host of different diseases. And it's not enough to say that we're always the problem because I don't believe that. There are also environmental issues. There's issues in our food system, in our medical system, so on and so forth. So it's not just us. But I think it's important to start with yourself and to think about what message a disease holds to you personally and what you can do to make your condition better and to feel better. And I feel like people-pleasing is one of the core issues that I actually have because I am not brave enough to stand up for myself. I'm not courageous enough to speak my mind openly and freely. And that's something I'm doing on my podcast and that's why I love podcasting because I can just talk. It's easy when you're on your own, but it's not so easy when you have someone opposite of you talking to you, listening to you. So I feel like diseases always hold a certain message to us and it's up to us to decipher them and to analyze what is happening and why and to understand that our bodies are so powerful that just like the disease developed from one second to the other, it can disappear from one second to the other. And um, sometimes, of course, it's a longer process, but if we work with our emotions and our mindset, and if those two are in alignment, then we're basically unstoppable. I'm currently reading a book about that, so that's why I'm so interested in the topic. So that was kind of a tangent, a health tangent, but yeah, I'm just personally going through a hard time and then also going through a hard time in my family when it comes to health issues. I'm just seeing more and more that life and death are so close to each other and that death is a part of life and it's a part of the natural process and progress of evolution and our lives and um, it's so important to make the best of our days while we are alive and that's why it's so cool that we can work with ourselves to prevent diseases from happening and to stop diseases to heal them because we're our own best doctors. We always know what we really need deep down and often that's the cure. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. I certainly did love recording this, even though it went completely different from what I expected, but that's always the beauty of recording. I never know what will happen and then I'm surprised by the process and I think that comes back to the beginning of this episode when I said you create for yourself and you create from a place of authenticity and genuine self-interest and that's what art's about. As I said, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please make sure to subscribe and to rate my podcast wherever you're listening. That always helps me out a lot. I really hope you'll tune in next time again on Thursday with another 
new surprise episode. <laughs> All right, take care. Bye.